0: welcome to just a guy and his journey back to god today i wanted to talk to you about the journey that i'm going through as i've said before in the past the journey is one that i've i've done before and i've struggled with my relationship with god over time and i've got i've never fully left him i know he he's there and that i've i've never not been his son it's just whether or not i was in a good place where i was comfortable and happy Living with him and obeying him, and so for for a long time, I tried to do it on my my own, use my own wisdom, my own make my own decisions, and I struggle. I, I succeed in in things, but I'm not truly content. I don't have peace. I may have success, but I don't have peace. So this journey is to really it's to bring me back, and it's and it's to document what I'm going through, and hopefully. You, it will help you with what your journey might be. During that journey, on my on my back, way back, one of the things I tend to do is I go through you know cycles. I go up and down with being very devote, devoted, and devout to getting down on myself and being disappointed with this, the mistakes I make, the way I backslide, I make you know continuous. I c- continue to sin. I don't do. I don't behave in the way that i think that a good christian man should. so i struggle with all of that and i can get da- i can get very down on myself and look at the failures rather than the successes. and today i was in that mode also of looking at the failures and how i hadn't been as prayerful, i hadn't been as diligent, i hadn't been as obedient. but then i started thinking about it and god put on my heart that the reality is, is I haven't been swearing as much. I have been praying to him every day and I have been building the relationship and getting closer, just not in the, you know, wonderful, all encompassing, magical way. I thought I would, you know, you always have the vision. And at this point, you know, I just, I'm not living up to the ultimate peak, but having been an, an athlete in my past, I know that the reality is, is just because I start working out doesn't mean I'm going to be a, as successful and as fast as I was back in the day. So today, it's a matter of making progress. And today is all always about moving forward. One of the things that I have learned about myself, and all of us need to figure out what our motivators, what help us, what hold, help to hold us up and move us forward, what things those are, what what we can draw on. And I have been consistently listening to christian uh, contemporary music and it really is it does speak to me at times and strange some of the songs that do and recently i don't know if you if you listen to contemporary christian music or not but there's a song called the woman at the well and it's really funny that it's about a, a woman who who christ met and the singer has so many wonderful words in it or in in the song they just resonate with me and how god talked to her met her where she was at she was drinking wine alone in her kitchen and you know i can relate to that a little bit cuz i like my cabernets and he met her there and you know the song really talks about how she met the maker of the world and in her kitchen while drinking wine and feeling very low, so those are the things that you know I go through and that I'm deal- dealing with. Those are the things and some of the, the steps that I take to grow and continue moving forward, to feel successful, and to feel you know pre- the obedient to God and His will for me. So with that, I'll just uh, let's just move on to Isaiah five is our verse as our. Uh, chapter today and I'll just start there it's the song of the vineyard I will sing for the one I love a song about his vineyard my loved one had a vineyard on a fertile hillside he dug it up and cleared it of stones and planted it with the choicest vines he built a watchtower in it and cut a wine press as well then he looked for a crop of good grapes but it yielded only bad fruit now you dwellers in Jerusalem and men of Judah judge between me and my vineyard what more could have been done for my vineyard than i have done for it when i looked for good grapes why did it yield only bad now i will tell you what i am going to do to my vineyard i will take away its hedge and it will be destroyed i will break down its wall and it will be trampled i will make it a wasteland neither pruned nor cultivated and briars and thorns will grow there I will command the clouds not to rain on it. The vineyard of the Lord Almighty is the house of Israel, and the men of Judah are the garden of his delight. And he looked for justice, but saw bloodshed. For righteousness he heard cries of distress. Woes and Judgments Woe to you who add house to house and join field to field, till no space is left, and you live alone in the land. The Lord Almighty has declared in my hearing, Surely the great houses will become desolate, the, line, the fine mansions left without occupants. A ten-acre vineyard will produce only a bath of wine, a homer of seed only an epith of grain. Woe to those who rise early in the morning to run after their drinks, who stay up late at night till they are influenced with, inflamed with wine. They have harps and lyres at their banquets, tambourines and flutes and wine. But they have no regard for the deeds of the Lord, no respect for the work of his hands. Therefore, my people will go into exile for lack of understanding. The men of rank will die of hunger, and their masses will be parched with thirst. Therefore, the grave enlarges its appetite and opens its mouth without limit. Into it, into it will descend the nobles and masses with their, ballers, their brawlers and revelers. So man will be brought low, And mankind humbled. The eyes of the arrogant humbled. But the Lord Almighty will be exalted in his justice. And the holy God will show himself holy by his righteousness. Then sheep will graze as in their own pasture. Lambs will feed among the ruins of the rich. Woe to those who draw sin along with cords of deceit and wickedness as with cart cart ropes. To those who say, Let God hurry, let him hasten his works so we may see it. Let it approach. Let the, pl- the plan of the Holy One of Israel come, so we may know it. Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who put darkness for light and light for darkness, who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Woe to those who are wise in their own eyes and clever in their own sight. Woe to those who are heroes at, at drinking wine and champions of mixing drinks, who acquit the guilty for a bribe but deny justice to the innocent. Therefore, as tongue of fire lick up straw, and as dry grass sinks down in the flames, so their roots will decay, and their flowers blow away like dust. For they have rejected the law of the Lord Almighty and spurned the word of the Holy One of Israel. Therefore, the Lord's anger burns against his people. His hand is raised, and he strikes them down. The The mountains shake, and the dead bodies are like refuse in the street. Yet for all this his anger is not turned away, his hand is still uprised. He lifts up a banner for the distant nations, he whistles for those at the ends of the earth. Here they come swiftly and speedily. Not one of them grows tired or stumbles, and not one slumbers or sleeps. Not a belt is loosened at the waist, not a sandal thong is broken. Their arrows are sharp, all their bows are strung, their horses' hoofs like flint. Their chariot wheels like a whirlwind. Their roar is that of the, of the lion. The, they roar like young lions. They growl as they seize their prey and carry it carry it off with no one to rescue it. In that day, they, they will roar over it like the roaring of the sea. And one looks at the land, and if one looks at the land, he will be, see darkness, distress. Even the light will be darkened by the clouds. So this is a pretty grim picture. Um, the biggest issues, you know, is that, you, that God, the vineyard is well cared for, it's taken care of, and yet it produces nothing or very little. And that vineyard really does represent Israel, but it could also represent us. At the end of the day, you know, God puts into us, gives us opportunity, blesses us, and then we turn away. Now, the glorious and the good news for us is The sanctification that comes through Jesus Christ when we accept him we are no longer under the law of the Old Testament but we're under the law of the new and the redemption for his sacrifice makes all of our sins go away again as I mentioned before there was a uh, a um, sermon the other day at our church and it talked about how our sins are forgiven when we accept Christ and we humble ourselves and repent but our sins aren't forgiven just up to that point then any other sin is you know a black mark and has to be you know forgiven again our sins are forgiven yesterday today and tomorrow and that's the difference between the old and the new testaments is christ satisfied the old testament satisfied the need for a blood offering over over our sins so here you have Israel really pissing off God, and you know the result is, is he's he that his wrath is raised against them, and it's I would say it's you know not just against them. It, it happens to us. We get disciplined. We do get disciplined, there, and there are natural consequences for our sins. But one of the things that that God really does not like is when we don't give him his due for his glory. I've seen it in my own life when I go and take credit for something positive happening that I know was not of my doing. It was definitely a God thing. And yet I think I do it. And well, that just leads to me, you know, being humbled, much as this says. Now, there's also a good book about from A.W. Tozer about not appreciating and being reverent of God's grace and his, his majesty and truly not understanding the power of God. And, I, and that has really been lost in our society. But God does have the ability to strike us down, to deliver very bad consequences. But we have been spared when, of his, from his wrath when we accept Christ. And I have to remember that. I have to remember that God loves me and he wants the best for me. And at the same time, that I have, a, I need to go and and give him his due, his credit. I have to not be arrogant. That seems to be one of the things that you know he talks about. You know, people building wealth for themselves, not caring about the the poor. And it's not whether or not wealth is bad; it's whether or not that w- there's a care for others that comes with it. So wealth isn't a bad thing, but being selfish is. So that really is where you know you look at the examples, not you know not ha- taking up the cause of the the widow and the orphans. So you know it's one of those things where we, you know, I have to struggle with and remember, I didn't do this; God did. Give God the credit because it's His. I didn't do this. I am being allowed to do this, and it's through His his mercy and his glory that I'm able to, and that I benefit from it. So that's Isaiah five and a little bit of the journey that I'm going through. I pray for you. I thank you for, for participating, for being part of this experience. If I help you, I'm, I'm so happy. If I just give you any one little shred of encouragement, I'll just close up real quick with a prayer. Lord God, thank you for this time and for this day, for the many blessings that you've bestowed on us. Thank you for being kind and generous. Thank you for your forgiveness. And I just pray that as we walk our journeys, walk on our journeys back to you, that we would experience your love, that we would do your will, that our hearts would be open and our minds would be free to to hear your words, understand your wisdom, and grow closer to you each and every day thank you so much. I praise you and thank you. In Jesus' name, amen.